Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes. There is a born again man in the Godhead. Hallelujah! Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Have you ever asked the question, does God love me? Join Kenneth Copeland today as he reveals the depths of God's love for you. Now, let's join Kenneth. Hello everybody, I'm Kenneth Copeland, and this is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Father, we thank you for this broadcast. We thank you for this radio and television audience. And we give you praise and honor, sir. And we open our hearts, we open our minds to receive revelation from heaven. And we thank you and we praise you with all of our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Let's open our Bibles to 1 John chapter 4. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, amen. That isn't a New Testament, is it? It was a while ago. <laughs> 1 John chapter 4. And we will begin reading with the... Uh, well, let's begin reading with the eighth verse. He that loveth not knoweth not God. For God is love. God has faith, but He is love. And I'm so thrilled about it tonight. I'll tell you what, I'm so thrilled about it. <clears throat> Glory to God. In this was manifested the love of God towards us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through Him. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and His love is perfected in us. Now, underline that word perfected if you haven't already. Now, let's go back to the second chapter 
and the fifth verse. In fact, let's, uh, let's read um, verse 3, Hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word, or his commandments, in him verily is the love of God perfected. There's that same word, perfected. Now, don't let that, that that's, not, that's not talking about um, perfection or like flawless. This is talking about maturing, growing, growing, developing, growing, developing love. Amen. See, every one of us, every one of us, when we got born again, the love of God was shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. He is in there. Amen. And also, what about then the fruit of the Spirit? Now, fruit needs to grow. So, when, when you made Jesus the Lord of your life, you were born again. That, you, the love of God, Romans 5, 5, the love of God is shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. Now, of course, in Galatians chapter 5, talks about the fruit of the Spirit. Let's turn over there and look at that from a don't, don't lose your place right here because we're coming right back. In Galatians chapter 5, now, I've mentioned this to you before. Let's look at beginning with the 22nd verse. But I, I, it's good to look at it again. Verse 22, the fruit of the Spirit. You notice the, the word Spirit there is capitalized. Remember now, in the Greek text, there are no capitalizations. And there's no English punctuation marks. So in this case, if you'll look at this closely, in fact, Let's just back up, and I'll show you why I'm saying this. If you look in the 17th verse, for the flesh lusteth or puts pressure against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. You're not putting any pressure against the Holy Ghost. You can't upset Him. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hey, listen to me. In, in this case, in this, in this light, what I'm talking about, no, is putting the pressure. See, your flesh and your spirit are at odds with one another. And that's what this is referring to. Not the Spirit of God. Now, of course, all of these attributes are God. But then so are you. Everything in your spirit 
If you're a born-again child of God, if Jesus Christ of Nazareth is your Lord and Savior, everything in your spirit is born of God. Because you're born, one of my, the verses that I keep coming back to just all the time, we're born again, not of corruptible seed. But what? Incorruptible seed by the Word of God, which lives and abides, how long? Forever. You're just as much a forever spirit as God is. Amen. You have his spiritual DNA. You have exactly the same spiritual DNA as Jesus. Praise God. And he's exactly like God. Amen. Glory. Did you realize tonight? I believe I can get this out without shouting. Did you realize? There is a born-again man in the Godhead. Hallelujah! Amen! And you are just like him. He's the firstborn from the dead. Ha, 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 hallelujah. If it's going to take more than that to wake you up tonight, you're dead, Jack. I don't know what's the matter with you other than that. <laughs> oh, we lay hands on you. Mm, quickly. <laughs> oh, brother, praise God. Now then, in that 22nd verse, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, or faithfulness, really, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. So, fruit needs to grow. And love can grow. Now, God can't get any bigger. But He can sure get bigger in us. <laughs> Amen. And, and that, the, the growing... Thank you, Lord. Let's go back to 1 John. Let's go back to that fourth chapter again. In this was manifested the love of God towards us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world, we might live through Him. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us, sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to also love one another. Now, what happens when we love one another? What, hap what, what happens when you practice? Whatever you practice, you develop. Now, all of my young life, I was angry. For some reason, and I've recently got some information that I know that probably behind a lot of it, but that wouldn't interest you any. But I didn't sleep. I, you know, my mom and daddy put me to bed at nine o'clock every night 
You had to go to bed at nine o'clock in our house. You understand? And I laid there till two or three o'clock in the morning. I could not sleep. And um, <laughs> our ceiling had these little squiggly things. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to describe them where you could tell what I'm talking about because it's been a long time since I've seen a, a ceiling pattern as nuts as that was, but anyway. And I just would see all kinds of stuff in there. Do you know I'm still that way today? I'm, I, I walk up to a, a tabletop that's made out of marble. It's got little black dots. There's animals all in there. Did you know that? <laughs> there's little foxes and there's little, I mean, I mean, I'm 80 years old. I'm still seeing stuff in people's wallpaper. <laughs> Why? I practiced it night after night after night after night after night after night after night. And even after um, I got up um, my teenage years, I didn't sleep. And then I'd crash for hours. Anyway, I learned through that you know, my dad didn't know I'd been laying in there awake all night, and I was afraid to tell him. And they'd get me up in the morning. I hadn't been asleep very long. Well, I'm mad at the whole world, brother. <laughs> you know? And he said, he said, why is that boy so angry? <laughs> well, let me see you go like that for days and days and days and afraid somebody going to whip your backside if you told him you'd been awake all night. Well, hey, Brother Copeland, that's stupid. I understand that. <laughs> now, <laughs> but that's the reason I told you this. I stayed that way long enough, the devil started taking advantage of it. And I was a very, very angry young man. Now, most people didn't know it, but I practiced it. I practiced anger. Just little least little thing, particularly if I'm working with tools or something like that. You know, just get mad and throw your wrench across the garage. And then you got to go find it. And that'd make you mad. You know, and then you drop, <laughs> you drop a bolt and can't find <laughs> Drop one little Screw. Right there. And it's gone. And people say ugly things when that happens. <laughs> and this is Kenneth B.C., you understand? <laughs> hey, well, then a spirit begins to work with that. And in practicing that anger, it followed me even, even a long time. I really well, I just had to keep from doing that, just keep from just getting angry. I was, out, I was out in the backyard, the first little home we had after Gloria and I got, came back to Fort Worth, and it had a full-size fence all the way around. And I don't, I don't remember now. <laughs> 
I don't remember now what I got, what, I, what irritated me like it did. <laughs> On the other side of this fence, I never heard this little guy before. Never heard him after that. I don't know who he was. He said, are you mad? <laughs> I said, yeah. He said, why are you mad? <laughs> and I got tickled and I couldn't stay mad. <laughs> I said, I'm not mad. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> and I had to learn to say, don't get mad, fix it. Yeah. Now, Lord, here's what the Lord said to me. He said, as long as you practice that, the anger is going to stay right here. And the scripture says, be angry, but sin not. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Give no place to the devil. That's all one statement. See. Are you mad? <laughs> Don't be mad. Fix it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now, as you begin to practice love words. And that's, what, that's the way, what I had to do to replace that. To get to where love does what? Here we are, right here. Let's go, let's, let's continue reading here. 14th verse, we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as, we, as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in God. Well, absolutely, there's no fear in love. That's God. But perf perf perfect, perfected, growing, maturing love cast out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. All anger is fear-based. All of it. If you are misusing it. Be angry, but sin not. You get angry at a screwdriver, you are out of line. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Particularly you break it and then you get mad and then you got to go buy another one. Now you're mad again, see. What's happening? All of that, if you'll check it out, is the seed to depression. It's fear-based. Anyway. Perfected love casteth out fear. Here is our, this, this is our golden 
text, we'll call it, um, for this week of, of um, lessons. Verse 16, we have known and believed the love that God has to us. Read that out loud with me, please. We have known and believed the love that God has to us. That word known in the Greek text is that same word. It, it, it has a number of different shades and meanings, but in this case, we want to realize that this is the word used for an intimate relationship. Amen. It's, it's used, a man knew his wife. This, this is, we, <laughs> you, whether you know it or not, you know Jesus more intimately than you know any human being on this earth. He's the only person ever to kill you. Your old man died. And it, you weren't just forgiven. No, no. You were recreated Glory. in his image and likeness. That intimacy is in there. Oh, we're going to have a good time with this this week. <laughs> Knowing and believing the love. Most people do not. Most people do not. Well, Brother Coconut, amen. We'll find out. <laughs> Most Christians, oh, if you ask them, does God love you? Oh, yes. Not a soul in this room that would get the answer to that question wrong. Amen. Amen. But really, do you really believe the love that he has to you? My, 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 my. Well, we're going to spend some time with this. And like I said, most Christians do not believe that God loves them. Verse 15, Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in God. Let me see the, the hands here that qualify in that scripture. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in God, love dwells in God, and God in him.
We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.